0: Hey, hello everyone, Sean Simon, PPG Grandpa. Welcome to PPG Grandpa's Paramotor Podcast. Today, this is a bonus episode from Flying Flamingo Jade. She runs an all-girls podcast every Wednesday night over at Paramotorgirl.com. If you're not able to watch it there live, you can listen to it here on our bonus episode. Welcome, everyone. This is episode number 13.
1: Angelo, did you bust in here? I'm finally here. Hi, beautiful people. <laughs> so we got Angela helping out tonight because Krista and Shane are on a little mini vacation. And we got our special guest tonight, Jennifer.
2: How are you? Good. That video was awesome. It made me look so badass. <laughs> you are badass. I'm going to play that as my morning affirmation every day, I think.
1: There you go. <laughs> 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 I'm glad you liked it.
2: Hey, So... Um, where are you from? Uh, originally Minneapolis, Minnesota, now Omaha, Nebraska Valley, Nebraska for the last 25 something years. Okay. And you're, I'm happy to see Tiffany. I know Packers. Sorry, man. I'm uh, Vikings. I'm a Vikings girl, but I cheer for the Packers when the Vikings aren't winning. So, okay,
3: that's
1: good. <laughs> all right. So how did you get down to Nebraska?
2: For uh, physical therapy school. Okay. So that's what you Online. do full time? Yeah. Yep. Yep. For your real job? For the real job. That pays the bills to buy the toys. Yep. Are you married? Married. This yes. is Chris. I'm going to spin. Sure. Hey, Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Two kids in college. Yep. Two kids? Two kids grown. Okay. Okay. All One right, of them great. got the airbug. He's working on his, uh, he has his private pilot and working on his uh, commercial rating right now in school and college. Oh, nice. All
1: right. Um, let's see. Angela, do you have any questions off the bat? Well, I saw on her Facebook that she's a Blue Jay. God love that. For Creighton, yep. Yeah. Great school. hmm. All right. Um, we've got a live chat going also in YouTube and guys and gals will be asking questions as they think of something they'll ask you. And also we didn't get a chance to talk much, um, because we were having a little bit of technical difficulty. Imagine that before the show, um, that, um, I wanted to ask you if you are able, um, And we have time permitting, if you would like to join in a unrecorded um, after show, you and your husband can join in. And if people have any other further questions within this hour that they weren't able to ask, and they can ask you personally on here, um, we we go to an after show. So if you're up to it. Absolutely. You guys are more than welcome. We just kind of hang out and talk about everything and anything. Okay.
2: Chris was just making sure it was okay for him to get a beer. Oh, heck yeah.
1: Gary <laughs> told he, him will
2: get one. <laughs>
1: he's, he's my girl. I we've got Angela probably having a drink. I've got a beer. Eric has been drinking or eating moonshine cherries with his Coke. It's a healthy. Um, and, and Jennifer's drinking wine. <laughs> so you and I chatted probably about a month and a half, two months ago, correct? Over the phone. Yeah. And just, I think you were trying to figure out who the heck I was and what I wanted from you. Right. So, um, we ended up finding out, which I think is pretty interesting. I remember in the conversation that it's a very small world and your dad is actually from the area where I grew up.
2: Oh yeah. In Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And uh, he went to D.C. Everest, which was a big rivalry for myself and where my son just graduated from this last or this spring. Small world on that part. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, why I thought you were very interesting to come on here and share your story.
2: One of the big things I know we talked about that, one of my missions in life is to get all people, men and women, but especially women, to step out into that, what is the thing you want to do? What is my what if? What's this? I didn't even know this was imaginable type thing. Um, Paramotoring for me, starting as a quad in 2011, going to a foot launch in 2017, because all, so we have a, we have a nice little, you know, gang out here of about a dozen now. Um, They all wanted me to foot launch and tell me to foot launch. And I had every reason not to foot launch because I'm 40 whatever years old. I got bad hips. I'm short. um, I'm not very fast. I'm not super strong. All of the reasons you tell yourself you can't do something. I had all the yeah buts. And that both my husband, Chris, and the guys that we fly with, and you know, the guys we fly with, you other female paramotors, they're all assholes, but they're like loving, supportive assholes, right? Uh, right? They're all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't be in an air sport, not be surrounded by them. There's but some. <laughs> when I accomplished it, how empowering it was for me to go from this, here's the 15 reasons I shouldn't, couldn't, can't do this to now when I take off and i fly and it's a beautiful, how I wish I could bottle that up and give that to other people that try the stuff that's scary with, you know, informed, educated, don't just go out and do dumb stuff, but to step outside what you think you can do and how amazing you feel on the other side of it.
3: That's (laughs) it. Yep.
2: Okay.
1: So Eric, um, is moderating again, and he's got a couple of questions from the chat here for you. Um, Nebraska paramotor, who's your favorite person at the field of dreams airfield?
2: <laughs> That's one of our assholes. <laughs> so, so we could say the twins and that'll make them laugh. Josh is our, our leader. He made us these shirts. Baron, See, we all got our team shirts. Very nice. Josh. He's kind of our leader as far as collecting everyone. So I'm going to say the twins, Josh. Sorry. It's the twins.
1: (laughs) All right. Sorry, Josh. (laughs) Um, Bill H. is asking question for you. When was the last time you flew your paramotor?
2: Ooh, um, a week ago, Thursday, six days. Okay. So I'm glad Jade and Angela, tonight's a windy night. Otherwise I would feel left out.
1: <laughs> I know my husband is like, <laughs> when we were sitting here waiting to go on, he was sitting here going, this is really nice weather tonight.
2: <laughs> can, we, can we make it later?
1: <laughs> uh, okay. DP is asking, um, how old were you when you did your first jump and choose one jumping
2: or versus PPG? Ooh, that's what's so great about doing both is your weather predicts your sport. So we paramotor, we jump, and we boat. So if you wake up in the morning and it's a glass day, you boat, you skydive when the winds come up, and then you paramotor when the wind's set, you know, the last two hours of the day. Versus if it's a windy, crappy day, you boat and you pick your different boating stuff and you just don't even care. Paramotor is not even in your picture that day. I love both sports for different reasons. The skydive, obviously, you have some dependence because an airplane needs to take you up, you have that adrenaline, but I love the time under canopy and you look around and it's beautiful and we're in Nebraska and I think Nebraska is beautiful and the Midwest and when you're in paramotor you're underwing the whole time, so you can look around as long as you want. So I couldn't pick which one I like better. The paramotor is nice. You can do it anytime. You're not dependent on someone else taking you up as far as the date goes, but it's your last two, three hours of the day only. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my very first, when you saying jump skydive when I was in college, because, you know, when you're in college, someone says, let's go make a jump. And what do you say? Okay. <laughs> okay. So- <laughs> But then I didn't start again as far as working towards my license till 10 years ago. So I would have been 37 when I started to work towards my license.
1: Hmm. Okay. Um, I had something for
2: you. Go ahead. been an instructor. Say that again. How long have you been an instructor? Oh, gosh. So when you're a, like skydiving, you become a coach first, which um, you can take students when they're past a certain level, and then an instructor where you take them out on their first jumps. So I've been an instructor, I'm going to say about five or six years or so. There's something so great about the first jump and the first flight for both, for both sports. When you see that face and they're both ridiculous, terrified, and excited. I mean, you it, ugh, it's like the best, the best face you can see. How many jumps have you had, Jennifer? I passed, I had my 500th Jump in July, so probably now five hundred five, five ten, something like that. You are a crazy monster. No, that's what's so great about this sport is I jump with these people who have thousands of jumps. So in yeah. the sport, I'm still considered kind of uh, can be kind of a newbie when I'm on certain jumps.
1: So let me ask this: Does your husband do PPG and diving also?
2: Oh yes, yeah. so he. Got his skydiving license before I knew him. He married the wrong person, had a couple kids, divorced, left skydiving because of young kids. So then when I started jumping in 2011, that was kind of him coming back into the sport. So I am at 500 jumps and he's at 1,200 jumps. He's a pro. A pro rating in skydiving means you can jump anywhere you want. Those are the stadium jumps, the parade jumps. So that's on my list of things to do. It hasn't happened yet, but it's on my list. And he paramotors also. Yeah, like one of the guys
1: said, um, oh, actually, Deweese um, from Mississippi, um, she Deweese. said 500, and you're still excited. Oh, my that's gosh. amazing. Yes.
2: I love it because of you can do what you want with it. You can do like a quick hop and pop. Like I just want to get my knees in the breeze and get out. Or you can go up and you can work on formation stuff. I want to work on flying in or out or up and down. And, um, there's something beautiful about the exit. There's something beautiful about the landing, just loving all parts of it.
1: So I wasn't able to, um, I asked for that video clip of, of you, um, jumping out of, it looked like a, a, little is it set, a basket yeah. or was that the airplane?
2: That was the Cessna 18. Oh, oh the pictures that you have were. Uh, yeah. It's the pictures. Got, Looks uh, like a, yep. A hot air, hot balloon. air balloon maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, the
1: video that you sent me, I wasn't able to take that off of Facebook. So I'm going to see if I can share that. I'm going to going to log into Facebook real quick. So uh, Angela, if you've got anything you want to,
2: but Jennifer, um Jennifer did your para- did your skydiving lead to paramotoring then you know what's really interesting Angela and in preparing like for this just kind of mentally thinking back on what is our path in 2011 in May we bought our first paramotor we as a couple bought a quad and this was 2011 so this quad is as big as a freaking couch right there was no industry back then uh, so that was May of 2011. I started my skydiving. I got my A license in September 2011. And then December of 2011, we got our scuba um, rating. So whatever it was about that year, it was magical. And no particular reason why. We just did everything that first year, that year. Did all those firsts that year. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, it would have been smarter to like spread it out. But, you know, you know, if it's worth doing, it's worth overdoing, right? So let's just do them all in the same year. <laughs> do you have a large community of paramotors in Nebraska and Valley there? So when we first started, it was me, Chris, Josh, who's over there talking smack. Um, we had an old guy, JD, another guy who kind of, so very small. There was two to three to four intermittent, and there wasn't really a, a center community or village. And then what Josh did, and I hate to give him the credit for it. He got the Field of Dreams, cheesy name, but awesome. This farmer down south of Omaha. So Omaha has a decent community, a million people, not a metropolis, but a decent size city and downtown area. We have this Field of Dreams about 20 minutes south, which is this huge open field, farmer's land. I'm going to guess around 20 acres or so of mowed grass. And over the years, I think the combination of having the central location and then having Josh as a central go-to point for coordinating and teaching and um, equipment, now we're up to, I don't know, when we're all out there, 14, 15 people, which is awesome. And like I say, everyone gives each other crap and you fly and some people fly for hours and some for 10 minutes, and then you have beers afterwards around the fire and Talk about how great you guys were so made. We're so great. You know, I was a great flight agent. Or oh, look, did you see that dumb thing I just did? Did anybody see that? I wish sure. you got a video. That was the dumbest thing I've ever did. <laughs> so right, I'm, I'm go I'm ahead. Really, oh yeah. I'm, I'm really happy with, I hope if any paramount are, pa- are passing through Omaha, they'll stop and fly with us because it's a great little community. We got a porta a potty and everything.
1: <laughs> All right. I am gonna see if I can share this can you guys see my screen all right so this is Lee
2: So that was a really good training video. I went up with a guy again who has like 2,000 jumps. So, what I was working on in that video was I, my ability to go up or slow my fall rate and drop back down, and then my ability to turn around and go backwards which are h- harder skills to have.
3: Is that relative to work?
1: She gives you her heart, don't you? Uh-oh, who's play?
3: that?
1: Hang on. your arms be Are you singing me a love
2: song? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was apparently the next video on Facebook. Sorry.
2: <laughs> so that's a the video with that shows leaving a Cessna. A lot of times when you see skydiving videos, they're big planes, they're um, like these twin and you see like a, a typical tandem leave in those big planes, our planes are little Cessnas. So you have a pilot in an airplane, you know, pilot seat, the rest, of the four of us sit on the floor. So it's climbing out and you hang from the strut of the plane and you let go. Hmm. All right. I wait. Jade, have you been skydiving? No. (gasps) I don't know if I'm coming to
1: Nebraska.
2: (laughs) Well, they skydive in other states. I've I've heard of it before. I've seen it.
1: I would like to do um, first the little wind tunnel.
2: No, no, no. (laughs) That's insane. I don't want to drive a sports car. I'm going to go do the bumper car. And it's like the same introduction. No. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I think paramotoring and skydiving should be on everybody's list, whether you call it your bucket list or do all your healthy list that you do until if your body gets too broken and you're too old and you can't do it, they're going to be like, oh, what if? I wish it would have. You don't want to be her, Jane? You want to be her. Yeah, okay. <laughs> hey,
1: so, questions building up. Hot buttered Steve, do you know him? Does that name sound familiar? Question for the guest Hey, Jen. Woo. So
2: I know Steve's hot buttered Steve scares me. So I'll just say hi to Steve. It could be Steve the dog or Steve the stalker. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know people's online names.
1: (laughs) He, um, I know he's in our chats lately um, for paramotoring. So, so if that helps at all.
2: We'll just say good. So not stalker Steve. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Justin Schoen. Oh, he's one of our, he's one of our local guys here. Oh, he says there's 24 of us now. Oh, 24 in theory or 24 that are actually flying this year. Justin.
1: So Justin says hi from one of the twins. So he must be one of the twins. (laughs) 24 of us.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) And then Brian Waller. Hey, Bill Waller um, has a question for you. Has, have you ever base jumped or wingsuit jumped from a plane?
2: So I won't base jump personally. I don't like the statistics of survival of base jumping. Um, Not because I think like it's a bad thing for other people to do. It's just, I don't like the stats of it. And part of it is I'm a physical therapist for small business owners. If I break a leg or I get really hurt or I die it's really bad for business and the kids college fund and that kind of thing. Um, I only reason I have not wingsuited is I haven't yet connected with a wingsuit guy who has a suit my size. I'm one. And so as we all know of girl flyers, most of the equipment is one size fits men. So I've (laughs) been I've been signed up for, uh, the classes before we got winded out when I've had like the guy there, they don't have one, my size. So I've sat in the training, but I've never actually done it, but it's on my list. I absolutely would love to, um, wingsuiting. Most people are familiar with it. You know, you go really far and really fast. So it's similar. You just slam that back, Jay? No, it was almost empty. Oh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm just asking. <laughs> Um, so wingsuiting is similar to like a track dive. So when you're in a regular skydiving gear, if you track or you make like a, like a, like you're flying, like a Superman, you can still go really far and really fast, which is, is, is a blast. You can go miles.
1: See, I think that would be fun, but uh, maybe when I was 21.
2: Sure.
1: How old do you, you feel? Have you
2: have any malfunctions, Jennifer? Um, paramotoring or skydiving? Either. Paramotoring, the only malfunctions I've had are on the ground and self induced. I did collapse a cage one time because I did too much of a power forward. Um, other, and I had a motor out. I had a, on my last engine, I had a choke. And what we think happened was the choke went back to its choke position. So I had a motor out at 150, 200 200 feet. So I landed in a field very safely. Um, Skydiving, I did have my first cutaway, um, just a few jumps before my 500th jump.
1: That was one of the questions.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, so in skydiving, they talk about low speed and high speed malfunction. So low speed malfunction is something is happening. Same with paramotoring. Something doesn't look quite right. Is this scary? Do I got a do I have a, a twig stuck somewhere where you have time to kind of look at it and decide versus a high speed malfunction is shit's going bad now. Make a decision cut away. And I had my first cutaway on my 495th jump. Oh, wow! But what's so great about both sports is the training. You don't think you just react. You do what you've been trained to do and cut away and the reserve comes out. And before I even had a, I had a malfunction. I'm like, Holy crap. Holy crap. Cut away. The reserve is out. When the reserve comes out, you buy your rigor, a bottle of tequila, Jack Daniels is the, you buy your rigor because his pack job just saved your life,
1: and yeah, wow. wow. Okay, um, I got to go back up into the hot buttered, not hot buttered rum, hot buttered. What is he, Steve? Steve, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> <laughs> said, <laughs> said, "I just kited around you with with my motor." After, when we were talking, you we were trying to figure out which one he is. I broke, he said, he said he broke his tailbone skydiving. I want to go again. Oh, okay. Okay.
2: He's the new guy. guy. Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Will Fly said he tried jumping off the roof with a bed sheet and it didn't work. He's asking (laughs) if anyone else has ever done that.
2: (laughs) When I was a kid, when I think back to it, my poor mother, we took the Cushions off the couch, like the regular couch, and put them under a tree. And we jumped out of the tree under the cushions. By the grace of God, nobody broke anything. But I'm sure my mother was pissed. Like, <laughs> I'm sure we didn't put them back and clean them up. We just left them under the tree, right? But that was probably my first. Let me try. What's the worst that could happen? Thought at age nine, you know. Right. Okay, Brian
1: Waller asking, "What cage did you collapse?" Doing a power
2: forward or aluminum? The, the mini plane. And again, not saying it's a great product because of how light it is for women to get into the sport. Um, I tend to have the personality of all or none or more is better. So if it's a low wind and I got a freaking go, I'm, I'm not a gentle, let's try this. I'm a go. And it was the left corner. Um, left corner collapse.
1: Okay. Justin Schoen is asking, <laughs> he's asking me to ask you, which twin is your favorite, the quiet one or the mouthy one?
2: The mouthy one after I land.
1: <laughs> which one is
2: before I go, he's like interrupting, like I'm doing my pre-flight and he's giving me shit. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing a pre-flight. Have you heard of this asshole? And then he's like, give me shit. Like I'm like spending too much time before I take off. It's a pre-flight. So then when we land, then, so it, it depends on what time of the day. All right.
1: <laughs> um, let's
2: see. Jennifer, do you, land, do you jump with an AAD? Yes. Yep. Okay. After you have an A license, it is optional by, uh, USPA rules. Um, I think it's silly not to, there's a lot of young people that don't, it's a, it's a thousand dollar investment. So young people think it's optional. Um, the stories where I have seen it fire are not because someone's a moron or not be- it things happen. You, you, somebody else accidentally kicks you in the head, or you have uh, something happens about my husband one time, I'm not picking on him, he was doing a really high profile jump, he was really worked on, he forgot his helmet, he ended up fine. But just that whole idea hes jumping without a helmet, you know, yeah. of what could happen um, in the United States, you as a drop zone where you can jump, you can be um, USPA compliant, or you don't have to be. So if you are United States parachute compliant drop zone, they require AADs. No, they won't for all? Oh, he's saying no, card. Yeah. We hope you have one. But that's a good question because it becomes what we tell when we, when I work with a new student who's a licensed, um, you're just because you have a license doesn't mean you can be a moron. That's, save your life save the lives around you same with paramotoring just because you can fly now doesn't mean you get to be a moron right care about yourself care about your life care about the people around you safety first safety well equipment first yeah safety second. Okay. if i gotta take a knee to save my equipment and i limp for a few days i'm gonna take the knee yeah <laughs> Another question. Which goes out, it stinks forever. <laughs>
1: right. Does the reserve automatically come out when you cut away? This is a question from PPG, the other Nick.
2: Yes, it's it, it's supposed to and it should, but you also, in um, when we do our instruction, you teach your students and what we practice in every flight on the way up both you do a cutaway and you go to do your reserve in case the Skyhook or the equipment that's supposed to do the reserve for some reason fails. So you still go to pull your reserve. When I had my cutaway in July, my reserve was out before I even pulled it. Okay. Or skydiving, right? We're talking about skydiving. Not, yeah. yes.
1: Um, back up a little bit again to poor hot buttered Steve. Justin said you will now... Forever be Stalker Steve.
2: (laughs) It could be worse names. Sorry,
1: (laughs) hot buttered Steve. I hope you still join my show.
2: (laughs) Um, Nebraska
1: Paramotor, question for Jennifer. What are you and Chris's average
2: time in the air? Well, my husband, Chris, has the reputation for flying for 9 to 12 minutes. If he hits 22, everyone's impressed. Like, holy crap, he did amazing. Um, by his report, his favorite part is the takeoff. Like the takeoff is great, yay. Oh, it's pretty up here, I'll land, versus- That's kind of um, like me. <laughs> are you are you a, a quick and up and done? Yep, and Eric's like, oh, <laughs> I was gonna go like a mile that way. Go ahead. <laughs> so we when we fly over the field, all the boys laugh at me. I'm the grandma flyer. I go up to a thousand feet. Oh, I have a um, cruise control. Have you guys ever seen the chameleon cruise control finger throttle? So my favorite is a thousand feet. I put my cruise control on. I put my hands in my lap and I just look around. I never go away from the field. I just go back and forth and I watch the sunsets and the pretty buildings and the clouds. And then when I see my husband land, a little bit later, I'll start to come down. So I don't like to go away. <laughs> I like to be up here far. So the boys like to kick the corn and kick the trees. I just go up to a thousand feet with my cruise control. I've even gotten super lazy with the cruise control. And I like cross my legs to go this way. And then I <laughs> like so lazy. Hands are in my lap. And I'll do that. So like that chameleon throttle. I love the I, I couldn't do um, a, a traditional hand throttle. When I first started flying in 11, we had that big old quad. This is so terrible. Nobody ever do this. We would Velcro it to my hand and Velcro here so I could control it which in a safety standpoint now, 10 years later is ridiculous. Like should never be Velcro to your throttle, right? Like that you can't get out of it, but it was my only way to toggle. I was Velcro to the toggle and the throttle because I couldn't control both. I didn't have a, a big enough hand and strong enough fingers to control it. So the chameleon has been great because I can do toggle and throttle separate fingers. But I love the cruise
1: my control. husband is cringing at the chameleon
2: <laughs> don't cringe it's, it's good for I small mean, hands too. my husband hates it too but well, then maybe I one, should try it he bought me one for Christmas because oh. my other cruise control broke do you fly but, with music no what's funny is I have no desire for radio to talk to people music I feel like when I'm up there it's it's me and God it's just beautiful and it's blue sky and um, you know, I'll just fly back and forth and look at beautiful things. And I know the, the boys use radio, both because of music or they will talk with each other or doing formation. I just, I'm just up there. It's me in the sky. And it's gorgeous. Boring. Grandma flyer. I'm a grandma flyer. I'm a total grandma flyer.
1: Let's see. Um, I'm just kind of giggling because hot buttered Steve says he needs to put a five minute delay on so he can bleep out your cussing
3: with beer (laughs) belches. (laughs) Says
2: Says hot buttered Steve.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Trying to see if there's any other good questions in here. Jade,
2: I feel like we need to go back to an important question about you and skydiving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, show is like ending that. now we gotta go <laughs> I'm sorry I'm losing the mute I'm going through a cave yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you anymore yeah has your so husband dead. been skydiving
1: no hmm. he can
2: go I'll volunteer him pencil it in uh, just, okay. one, just one time just one time it adds to your badassness it's amazing <laughs>
1: My parents are watching right now. And I know my mom is probably cringing. <laughs> yes.
2: So my parents, my mom, I never would tell them before when I, w- when we would go, oh, you want a good mom story? Good sure. mom story. The first time Chris flew the powered paramotor in our backyard, my mom started to cry. Sorry if you're watching mom, true story. Uh, she's like, oh my God, he's going to fall out of the sky. She cried because moms cry, right? And he landed and it was great so then fast forward a couple months later she happened in you know, Omaha. so chris my husband is a private pilot so he by far way more air knowledge than me so he did the first flight so then i did a couple months of kind of we talked about this was back in 2011 we didn't have the youtube and the knowledge we have now we had some crappy videos and trial by error you know so then fast forward a couple months, I watch him do it enough. We feel like it's fine. It's time for Jennifer to try. You can You can only watch so many videos. You got to do it, right? So we go out. My mom happens to be in town that weekend. She's from out of town. I said, mom, you got to be chill. I'm flying for the first time. You can't freak out. Bring a book. Bring your crust. Ch- chill. I will. She did. I take off. I fly. I land. She comes up to me. She goes, Jenny, 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 I'm so proud. I didn't freak out at all. That's what she was so proud of. I didn't freak out at all. I watched the whole thing. I didn't freak out. I'm like, good job, mom. I'm so proud of you. So now she's a good air sport mom. She's been in the skydive plane with us and we've jumped out over the top of her. Um, I haven't jumped, I haven't talked her into a tandem paramotor yet, but I mean, she, she might be right there. We'll see.
1: Wow. I'm sure her heartbeat was still, yes, bumping. Yeah.
2: We, can't, we can't. You tell your mom when you get done, and you're like, "So this was a good day, and this is what happened. I went skydiving, or I went paramotoring, and it was beautiful. And I fell out of an airplane, or I jumped yeah. onto a glacier. Or we she flew out of a hot air, hot air balloon, hot <laughs> air balloon, a helicopter. We went paramotoring over the balloon festival. It was gorgeous. Have you ever?
1: Have Did you, you ever done a
2: Go again, Angela. Did
1: you jump out of a helicopter?
2: Yes. Helicopters are really fun. Oh, that is so What
1: about a tandem paramotor?
2: Ooh, nope. I've never done a tandem paramotor. Mm -mm. I mean, I I would. I think at one point Josh wanted to, like he got some new equipment and I was going to be like the, you know, crash test dummy. Um, But I have not.
1: Well, if I ever get trained for Tandem, you can go with me and you can do that. I'll with you, I'll go with you. <laughs> All right. Let's see what other questions we got. Um, you're not going to tell us which one you like best, jumping out of airplanes or foot launch, right?
2: I like, I like them both for different reasons. I wouldn't want to choose one. Have you gone oh, to... F- um, go ahead. Have you gone to fly Jennifer? Have, yes. We did um, Felton Sea a couple years ago, which is amazing and fantastic and gorgeous. And everybody there is so helpful and just awesome. Um, And then we did uh, Endless Foot Drag. We had some pretty bad winds when we were there. So I think I got one flight at like 930 at night with a strobe on. And it was a very well-run event. It was just bad winds when we were there. So we didn't get much flying in. All right.
1: Do you ever think about putting on a fly-in down by you?
2: So Josh, our leader, has done a few. I hate to say it. It seems like you'll have all these amazing weekends of great, 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 great weather. And then the weekend that you have a fly-in, the weather's crap. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you're socked and You can't do it. So he's organized a few. We have a couple of fixed wing guys that fly out of the same field, Um, it's just never worked that it's been the amazing weather on the weekend when everybody's planning to come in.
1: All right. Um,
2: question in the chat, what wing do you fly? I have, uh, two different wings currently. I have, um, interesting enough, the magic I just got about a year or two ago and I love it and it's beautiful, but I only like the magic for winds about, eight miles an hour to 12 miles an hour. If we have low winds, it's too hard for me to get up. I work my full head off. My heart's going to bump out of my chest from trying to get that. It's a small, the magic small. So I have this really ugly, but awesome Apco hybrid. It's a hybrid wing. It's coated line single skin it's supposed to be for paragliding not paramotoring but it's super light so I can do that here in Nebraska I mean I'm sure obviously many places in the Midwest in the United States you can have winds literally of zero which is if you have a bigger wing is pain in the ass to try to get that wing off the ground and run. And so I use the APCO from zero to about seven miles an hour. It's ugly. Sorry, Epco. Maybe they have some prettier ones now, but it's just, it's white and orange and it's unlined, uh, un- uncoated lines. So the, the strings just look like they're like kite strings, but it's fantastic for the really low winds. All right.
1: Um, Ryan Waller asking, can you fly from home or do you need to commute to an airstrip?
2: Oh, good question. Uh, Depending on if you are fighting for sunset time, what is it right now? You know, 739. Combined with if we want to be with the group, combined with if we haven't flown for a while and you want the confidence of the big field. So we have a big um, open field just literally a mile from our house. So if we're pressed for the sunset time and we've flown recently, so we both feel when I say we, me, I feel confident with my flight, then we'll just take off from the local field. But if we haven't flown for a couple of weeks, you want the bigger space as far as your your outs and your confidence. And if you have the time, then the field of dreams is better for us, which is, you know, 20, 25 minute drive from both home and work.
1: Nice. I'm trying to pay attention to your guys talking in the chat also. Um, <laughs> Justin wants a uh, um, counter for every time you cuss.
2: Have <laughs> <laughs> I cussed that much? I don't think I've it. I haven't really noticed. Uh, I, I can clean it up for the soft of heart. No, <laughs> we're fine. <laughs> um,
1: did you have a question about chameleons or? Angela, do you have a question?
2: Um, I wanted to know if she ever flew on a crew, jumped I should say on a crew. Like crew jumping? Yes. No, so for skydiving, no. I mean, if you count a crew of like two of us, me and my husband tried one time, it's really challenging because you have to have such similar rates of dissension under your canopy. So it's, and that was very, very popular previous i feel like maybe it could come back but i've never i did one crew jump with my husband and it was it was it was unsuccessful
1: (laughs) okay um how many flights are you at in ppg do you know offhand do you keep track we
2: don't keep track we were just talking about it the other day so this is the the 10th year, the 11th season, and we feel like we average around 25 to 30 per year. You know, in Nebraska, almost always December, January, February, March, you'll get one or two flights in there, very short. Obviously it's cold. Um, And then as everywhere, the spring is, you wanna be out so bad, but the wind is awful. So it's the, what's nice is the day gets long we have it so Chris can set up the P paramotors. His schedule is more flexible than mine. I'll leave work, we race, go, 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 before you get up before the, before, before the, sun, before the sun is setting. Um, and so this is like, obviously that perfect time of the year. And now we start fighting the sun again.
1: Uh, Dewey Smilstead is asking, do you guys get to fly together a lot?
2: Yes, I mean, every time we fly, we're in the air together, but he flies low. Like I said, he likes to, he's down there kicking the corn and like the foot drags. And I'm at 900 feet and sometimes he'll come up and you do the little foot kick to each other. Like the, Hey, I love you, baby. Hey, I love you, baby. (laughs) Or we do, this is if you're scuba diving or paramotoring, this is the international sign of love. Okay. Can you see me? You say, I love hump you. (laughs) <laughs> nice <laughs> it's international for us it's international it's internationally recognized <laughs> you've now given away
1: your husband's secret
3: <laughs>
2: he's a Roma, he's a diehard romantic he says nice that's sweet. um but the other thing Jade that you bring up that's a really good question I think to touch upon for those that aren't current jumpers and flyers, are the different options you have if you've never done it before. So for paramotoring, you have your, um, your tandem options, both by running and by, by karting. And then obviously all of the kiting schools or the learning to kite on the ground. And so for those that have any interest in the sport, it's not like you just watch YouTube videos you buy your crap and you go to the field. There's places everywhere to learn the skills and the safety in the community. And then same with skydiving, you can either do a tandem jump for the first time where you you show up, the hardest part is to pay your couple hundred bucks, you attach to a guy, he throws you out of the plane versus um, doing a static line jump is what we teach. I teach you for three hours how to save your own life we go up, I attach you to a static line to the plane. I open the door. You climb out by yourself, Jade, and you climb out. You and push I, me. <laughs> I, I, I will if you need me to. Sure. Climb by yourself and by you falling away from the airplane, the static line pulls your parachute out. Or there's also one where you go up. It's another type of a education. You go through the training and you go up with an instructor. And the instructor, he or she helps to pull out your parachute. But that's where I, when we first started in 2011, there was so little resource of, you had crappy old videos and the one old guy, you know, there was no, you you, kind of guessed. And for the grace of God, we were all safe and we didn't break ourselves or property. Um, But there's so so little resource out there. Are you attached to the people?
1: I mean, you said you're kind of a smaller stature. I mean, do you, I mean, you said you train them on the ground. Are Oh you yeah. I don't do the with tandem.
2: Them um, I'm not tandem trained, uh, partially because you have to have over 500 jumps and to be have a, a tandem certification. It's something I've kicked around in the past. I don't know that I will pursue it because I am five feet tall. I, it'd be hard for me to manipulate a big body. Um, but there are small build tandem instructors. So for now, I'm not pursuing it, but you never know. Have you jumped other than in Nebraska? Have you jumped other drop zones? Oh, yes. Ask me my scariest thing I've ever done in my whole life, Angela. Scariest thing I've ever done in my whole life is skydiving in Alaska onto a glacier. There's two glacier uh, rivers that come down to a glacier lake. And they tell you in your safety briefing, do not land in the glacier lake, you will die. We can't get you in time. The icebergs are bigger than a house. Do not land off site because there's bears. They will eat you, you will die. Land where Kenny is. I don't know if Kenny is still around. Kenny is a guy, he's got two guns strapped to his chest. You land where Kenny's at. So you're told this in your briefing land with Kenny, or you're going to get eaten by a bear, or you're going to drown in the, in the glacier lake. And you say, okay, that's what I'm going to do. And it was amazing and beautiful. If you've been to Alaska, it's different from like Colorado or Appalachians, where you have foothills and then a mountain. In Alaska, there's just like, here's a mountain, here's a mountain. They're like, they're like chocolate chips, just randomly placed places. And then you have these glaciers that come down in between. So when you're up top, the glacier lake, like the icebergs look like ice cubes. Oh, they're darling. Well, when you get down to them, they're as big as a house and a car. Wow. So Alaska is beautiful, but scariest thing I've ever done, I think in my life.
1: My husband grew up there, so.
2: Oh <laughs> gosh, can- yes, yes, oh my gosh, it's amazing.
1: He said his mom used to tell his him and his brothers to just go across the street and play in the woods. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when we were there, the cops pretty much said we don't care what you can speed, you can smoke pot, you can carry a gun. Our job is to keep you alive. We don't care what you do. And you're like, all right.
1: <laughs> um, comments in the chat. Bill H said, I did one skydive tandem and that's the day I knew I was going to fly a paramotor.
2: <laughs> oh gosh. Either because you loved it under canopy. Or you hated the free fall. Yep. And
1: Al Hutton. Sorry if I pronounce it wrong. Have you had students cut away a good shoot and go to a reserve?
2: I personally have not, but we did have um, we did have that happen one time at the club this summer, where when a student leaves, part of the training is you count to a solid five. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. We practice this because when you're in free fall, you freak out one of the providers out there, cut away. So we did have a cutaway of a student, not my student. I wasn't the instructor on that load, but that cutaway a, a potentially good shoot. It wasn't all the way out yet, but he cut it away.
3: Hmm.
1: Um, back to stalker Steve. <laughs> He said, so fun fact about Jennifer, despite her stature, when attacked by predators, she grows to five times her normal size.
2: (laughs) Well, they give me so much shit. So what do I do? Do I take it? No, you just give it back. Just give it all back.
1: Nick Griffith said, if a jump lasts a few minutes, is it much different adrenaline rush when a acro run can be done over and over?
2: So I would say the in my experience, I can't speak for all that do both sports, the adrenaline with the takeoff of paramotoring is pretty fantastic. Now, if I've flown a few times in a couple of weeks, your adrenaline is down and it's more like executing. If I haven't jumped, or if I haven't flown for a week or a couple of weeks, That adrenaline, I mean, I have to talk to myself the same way when I'm doing my pre-flight and my setup as I do before a skydive, that you want to be, I say to myself on every jumper setup, I'm a nerd. You guys have learned that now. I always say I want to be safe, successful, centered, and super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. So I say that when I'm setting up a paramotor. I say that when I'm in an airplane on the way up both if i haven't done for a while because of the nerves/adrenaline. slash So for both sports if i jumped a lot the adrenaline goes down or the nerves go down same with paramotoring if i've if we went it's been a great week and we went on tuesday and on thursday my the adrenaline or the nerves are way down. I love so your <laughs> Oh, well, thank you. We're talking about my favorite stuff here.
1: I love it. So That's basically the word that we learned coming into this is, um, don't be complacent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and I agree with that. If I haven't flown in a couple of days, it's a lot harder for me. Like if I'm at a fly-in or we fly, you know, a couple of days in a row, it's like, oh, okay. Like we went the other day, I went to a new airport up or, um, in Managua and, I told Eric, I said, I just don't feel right. And I'm going to fly
2: aqua just to tell my dad I did. Thanks for telling me that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I just didn't feel right. I think it
1: was, just, and he's like, what's wrong? And I said, I don't know. I think it's just unfamiliar territory to me. Mm-hmm. There was more trees and not as much water. And I mean, we have water and trees. At least I know I can go down by water mm-hmm. to the shore. I know yep. in my head, you know, where we are in Tomahawk. So anyway, um, let's see. Got to go back. Nick Griffith wants to know how much for a one-way ticket. For uh,
2: skydiving or paramotoring? Probably skydiving. Skydiving, if you want to do a, a tandem jump, is what most people think of as a first jump, is between $225 to $250, depending on the event. If you want to do a static, where I teach you to jump, you come in, you do a three-hour class, you go up to, you know, 4,000 feet and jump out. That's between $100 and
4: $125.
2: And that's for that. And that includes the jump.
1: Is it less without a parachute?
2: <laughs> well, I think
1: it's be pretty. Don't Is do it at
2: all, though. Oh, that's um, it, Justin. Go ahead. Uh, that we have, so our local drop zone, LSPC, Lincoln Sport Parachute Club, I have to give a shout out to, we're the oldest club in the United States. Most of the parachute or drop zones are, um, you know, for-profit as far as their own, their business. Somebody owns them. Ours is a club. So ours is you take an oath. I will help out. Everybody pays dues, but we own the land and the two Cessnas. So I are we at sixty years now, Chris. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. So it's kind of fun because people will stop and drop at our drop zone, jump at our drop zone when they're like driving through town because of the reputation. Like if we do night jumps, it's a um, grass runway. You can't make this shit up. Go ahead. I just yell. I just. I just <laughs> cut again, and they take uh christmas lights and car lights to light up the landing area because there's oh, wow. lights on it it's fantastic yeah. it's fantastic so, hey have you ever done a uh, a water jump um did i ever land in water on purpose no you do water training but like at a pool but okay. i've never landed in water on pur- it's, it's crappy on your gear so you only like, want to do it if you have crappy gear okay
1: um, my mom just sent a text saying, thank you for saying no to <laughs> jump.
2: <laughs> what's, your mom's name? Down. what's your, what's your mom? What's your mom's name?
1: Patty. Hi, Patty. I don't know if she's in a chat, but yes. So tell Patty, Patty
2: she could come and she could ride in the co-pilot seat and she doesn't have to jump, but she could be there in the plane. You, Jay, jump out. I will jump out after you. I'll come up and I'll high five you in the air. It's fantastic fun. But Patty could just be in the co-pilot seat.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll talk later. <laughs> Justin is, what is Jennifer's next goal for flying?
2: Oh, what I would love for paramotoring, and this sounds such a nerdy thing to do since I've been doing it for 10 years. I haven't yet figured out how to fly any type of an American flag. Like in skydiving, you can jump a flag. and other, like, I haven't figured out how to do a really cool American flag or red, white, and blue type thing with paramotoring. And we've talked about stitching something or like the loops for your foot or, so that would be, if someone wants to invent that, I'd certainly um, buy it from you, but that would be a, a good goal. I've also never done a, um, land run and take off again, Cause normally then I'm like, I'm good. And I just kill it. <laughs> oh, a touch and go? Yeah. Well, not even a true touch and go, just like I'm done. And then I've always killed it. So one of these days I got to just like, keep going and take off again, just to say I did it.
1: Hmm. How many jumps, Tony, um, Angela's. Other half is saying how many jumps before you stop counting? I think you still are counting. I right? still
2: count part of it in, um, the jumping world is ju- your jump numbers matter till you get to this point, you have to have 500 jumps to be a pro rated or a tandem rated, um, or a D license. So most skydivers after 500 jumps, they do get, they, they, they count less, but because I just hit 500, I still write every single one of them.
1: Nice. Okay. I don't know what's going on with your boys in this chat, but I'm talking, I'm watching a <laughs> I told little you they bit. Were assholes. I told you. <laughs> I can't concentrate here because we're talking about <laughs> vegetables. And now, Nebraska Paramotor said, What's your favorite vegetable and does she like ranch with it?
2: So, when you guys get done flying, if you're with your group, do you guys hang out and have beers around the fire, Jade? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So we do, and I always bring my cheap white wine and put it in a cup on ice, and I snack on carrots, baby carrots. And I snack on that because I don't want to just drink wine on an empty stomach. That's bad for everybody. But I don't like all the crap snackety food the boys have. So then I just snack on the baby carrots. So Josh, the jerk, see how I cleaned that up, I'm an asshole always ask because if I have ranch because he calls ranch fat girl ketchup. That if you eat carrots, you need to have ranch and it's fat girl ketchup. So every time, 10 years into this, he's like, you got any ranch with those carrots? And I will throw the carrots at them. One time I hit a fellow paramotorist in the eye, Brian, sorry. Um, but otherwise, I just share my carrots and they make fun of me for snacking on carrots after a paramotor flight. Who snacks on carrots?
1: You know. And jerky Josh is probably soaking wet 120 pounds
2: and he can eat them. Oh right. And they <laughs> and they the, the beer and they got their like frozen. I don't even know what they have. Yeah. And they eat, they'll have like three hot dogs each. Like, how <laughs> if I ate yeah. that, my wing wouldn't carry me anymore. <laughs> all, right.
1: all right. I am going to show, we are actually at the eight o'clock mark a little after. I'm going to try to find a couple of the pictures that you had sent me and see if I can share those with everyone. Um, most of them were pretty much in the, the intro, but I'd like to share them again. Um, give me one second. You'll see all my crazy pictures. Can you guys see this one? Yeah,
2: That's my 500th job. Okay. And see my shirt that I'm wearing? It says, I love my hot husband. He loves that shirt. I did (laughs) notice that one. (laughs) Did he buy that for you? No, I buy it and I wear it just to tease him because he hates it, but I love it. (laughs) Right. That is a picture I had Corey take just recently because I realized I didn't have any picture of me in my paramotor gear. I just... And not So that one he just took in the last week or two. That's that ugly but very functional echoing. wing. See, it's just orange with white and orange. It's just funny. But that's our field. Isn't it gorgeous? Yes. So Nebraska is yeah. completely flat. Yep. Totally, <laughs> totally flat. There is not a hill. Here we
1: go. This is pretty exciting. That's Your're my 500th. 500th. Um, yep. Your husband
2: right behind you, right? Yep. The super handsome one. <laughs> who are are and then just this is Sean, there, Sean, Dave Hannah, Sonny, and Greg are the other buddies with me on that one.
3: Okay.
2: This is uh, a um, Chris, my husband and another buddy um, got a helicopter to come to the drop zone. So when a helicopter comes to the drop zone, it's a BFD. Like it's, it's so much fun. And because of the weight and balance issue, even though Chris worked so hard to get this helicopter to the drop zone, I got to go before he did. And you just, you do, you just grin like that. It's just total ear to ear shit eating grin because the hel- when the helicopter sh- hovers for you to jump, it's totally still, perfectly still. So you just fall into this like totally still, beautiful air. It's gorgeous.
1: Hmm. Okay. I'm going to go back. Who is Quincy? Which one is he?
2: There's no Quincy. Oh, Sonny, Greg, Dave, Hannah, and Sean. Okay. what's for the, the twins? The twins aren't in this, this is a uh, skydiving jump. Okay. Okay. You don't want to see a picture of the twins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your hubby here, I take it? Your hubby, yep.
2: Aww. So I love jumping the flag. It's one of my favorite things. My uh, growing up, my stepdad, huge patriot. You always you always fly a flag in your yard. You always take off your hat. You you say the pledge of allegiance. You you, you sing the Star Spangled Banner. Uh, you support your you support your yeah. So, anyways, jumping the flag to me is one of my one of my favorite things to do.
3: Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Not, those look like my people. Those are Jade people. No, nope, that was my son and I doing. Um, where were those uh, Snapchats. Oh, for my Dad's birthday. Hang on, I've got yep. some more pictures here. I want to try to find. They were a little scattered here. Um, they were after my Dad's birthday. And get me back on Zoom.
2: So Jennifer, just like Jade and Eric, do you ever fly in the cold or jump? In the cold? So we'll jump. We'll jump year round. I've jumped many times in the in the very cold. Um, it's easier to jump in the cold than to fly in the cold. You can okay. have heated heated gloves, and you just do what's called a hop and pop. You get out at four thousand feet, jump five seconds, land, come in, and again you're just feeling like that. I got my knees to the breeze and some fresh air. So we'll jump year-round. Flying, I feel like my cutoff is about 50 degrees, not hardcore, but uh, below that, you're just, you're, you're so co- you're so cold, you know, the whole time I have rain odds, I have crappy hands. So then I work so hard to keep my hands warm that it's just not fun. But I mean, come January, when you hit like 49, 50 degrees, you're, you're out, you know.
1: <laughs> All right. So, who are the guys behind you here?
2: So, this is a jump in Puerto Rico. I don't know who they are. You load the plane oh, okay. based on how your exit is. So, whoever was on that jump with me behind me and who would be earlier out in the plane. Oh, okay. That was a Puerto Rico jump. This was my first time jumping the flag. Like I said, I love jumping the flag. I have such great pride. So, when I jump the flag, the way the boys jump the flag, like the normal people, they wear it in like a fanny pack around their waist, but you have to put a big weight on it. If you don't put a weight on the flag, it's streamers behind you. It doesn't go straight. Well, I can't carry that much weight on me. Though, tend to weigh around 50 pounds. So I put the flag in my boobs there. See it in my, in my bra. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's the only nice. time I've ever had big boobs in my whole life. So... <laughs> We figured out that I can put the, the flag in my boobs, in my sports bra, and I don't have to have extra weight for it. So that picture is my first time ever jumping a flag. And it's a my nice. boobs.
1: This, this <laughs> is a cool picture right here. I love this one.
2: That was the quad. And that was the quintessential picture of you're all set up. You're ready to go. And the wind comes up. You know how you're like, oh, like you're set up, you're perfect. You're into the wind. It's gorgeous. Here comes a big wind and ruffles everything. And so now, you know, it's not just straightening out your gear. It's like there's something, there's something coming in. I got to wait and see what the wind's going to do. Right. So that's just like, (laughs)
1: this is a cool picture. And who's this?
2: This is a next door neighbor. Um, like I said earlier, we love to boat. So we pick our sports based on the weather. So this is surfing. If you've ever been on a wake boat, the boat can make a board big enough or a wake behind it big enough that you can surf like that. So you start with a rope and then you can let go. So I'm just surfing behind our boat. So that's a neighbor kid.
3: Oh, sweet.
2: So Fun. you end up with the boat with a, with a rope like a, like a ski rope, but shorter. And then once you get the wave on the wave and the wave is big enough, then you can let go. Is this your boat? Yes. Yep. I'll be there for that. (laughs) We'll both jump Jade. It'll be a perfect weekend. We'll just boat.
1: (laughs) So this is pretty cool. There's three of them here. If you guys look back at the intro, um, I kind of got them in there otherwise too. And you can tell I
2: saw the basket here. I figured it was a hot air balloon. Yeah. That's that is, it's it's in a hot if you've ever been in a hot air balloon, it's 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 ridiculous quiet. It is so quiet you can't imagine. So when you let go, like I started screaming before I let go, there was audio. I'm like, ah! it's like you're just falling off a building. It's totally quiet. There's no propeller, there's no anything. It's just ridiculously quiet. Scary awesome.
1: Did the hot air balloon pilot scream with you?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't hear him over myself.
1: <laughs> and then there. <laughs> man, Still screaming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun this? because you try to hit when you land on the drop zone. Most of it's grass. And there's this pea gravel pit area, which is what you work on for accuracy. So when you're having a competition, they put a, um, if you can see the hula hoop in the center. So if you're having a, an accuracy competition, it's how close you get to the hula hoop. So this is me, this is not great form. All the skydivers out there and I'll look at this and be like, what the heck is she doing? <laughs> but I hit the hula hoop. So I didn't care. I was on my feet at the hula hoop. For no, friend, you, were just,
1: you were just reaching for, you were
2: picking it I up, up just, after you Just, I landed on my it. feet and I hit the hula hoop. So it was a beautiful yep. moment. <laughs> This one was our backyard. This one I was probably on like jump 200. So this house, we had our house, a big kind of a park area, and then the lake that you can see. And it was a 4th of July jump. And I was super scared, not necessarily of landing safely, but landing on my feet. You don't want to land on your butt and you're in front of a audience of your neighbors. So I landed on my feet. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Nice. in my backyard with my neighbors and friends, So that was really fun.
1: All right. And then I ended your intro with this.
2: And I, love, I love to run. And that's me jumping. Oh, okay. that's, that's how I jump the flag since I can't do the weight like the boys do. The boys would put the weight, the, the flag off their body with a weight down below, but because I can't jump with that much weight, I put it on my lines and my foot like that. So then right before I land, I kick it off to land. And then the flag doesn't touch the touch the ground.
1: All right. Okay. So Eric has put um, the passcode in the chat, if anybody wants to join in after we shut down our live. Um, Brian Waller. Looking at the chats here, you just said, Jade, your show has really taken off. You, you have great guests and have already got good follows on, of folks. Looking forward to seeing the show grow. Thanks, Jennifer B. Yes, thank you, Brian, very much. And I'm enjoying doing doing this for sure. Getting to meet all these awesome ladies. So, Jennifer, are you willing to stick around? Oh sure. Oh sure. There's other. All right. And Angela, if you and Tony want to join in in the after show, um, I'm just going to say, you know, if you guys like the show, please give us a thumbs up. Please hit that subscribe button. I need some more subscribers so we can share the stories of all these wonderful ladies. Um, I'm in the process of trying to get a, get a couple ladies from um, across the world, trying to find interpreters for some of them. Um, but I thank you all for hanging in there with me every week as I'm learning this process myself and Eric's helping in the background. Krista's here um, when she is here helping out, even though she really doesn't want to, but she is good at what she does and Shane in the background also helping moderate. I appreciate you guys all and Angela and Tony, thank you for helping out tonight. And Angela and Tony, do you guys have any uh social media that you guys can be reached at?
2: Nope.
1: Nope. Nope. <laughs> well, you're on Facebook. I know that. Yes. That I'm very yeah. I
2: just want to say, Jennifer, you are an amazing guest. Your energy and your your love for life is just contagious. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that.
1: Um
2: and go Vikings. Hey, hey,
1: hey. <laughs> <laughs> and Jennifer, do you have any social media that we can find you at and, um, get to see all your fun excitement?
2: Just, yeah, I'm Facebook.
1: Facebook. Okay. yeah.
2: All
1: right. Um, I'm in the process of making a, um, uh, shop online. I'm, I'm learning, like I said, I'm not very tech savvy, but, um, Eric and I have uh, made some <laughs> new shirts. <laughs> um, girls Just Want to Fly. They got the logo on the back. Um, pink, we got blue. Um, so when anybody sees this um, get posted, um, we're going to have shirts for sale. And we have been trying to take them to fly-ins also. And we've got some vinyl also for um, people's vehicles or shop windows, whatever you want to do with them, put them on your one wheels, anything like that. So I appreciate it. And I'm on, uh, you can reach me, um, contact me at, um, Jade Lear on Facebook, or you can go to paramotorgirl.com that'll take you to my YouTube page. And I go by the name of flying flamingo Jade. And I do TikTok once in a while just to advertise the show. And, um, appreciate you guys. Um, being here every week for me and Krista. So you guys have a good night and you guys hang around here, okay? I'm going to shut down the show.
2: Good night. Thank you. Go back. (laughs) Go back.
3: (laughs) All right, good night.
1: Right.
2: Give it one second. See who's there. Yeah, we are leaving. We have a um, seven o'clock airplane tomorrow to go to New Orleans for the weekend, which we've never been. We get to see Eric Clapton in concert. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the
1: hang on, I'm gonna stop recording. Okay. I'm gonna stop recording to the cloud. Actually. I'm gonna leave it for now. We'll see if anybody wants to join in. Um, if you want your husband to come in and hang out by you. This is my husband,
2: Eric. Hi, Eric. Here's Chris. Hello, Jennifer. Oh, Hi. I have to make this taller for him. Here we go. <laughs> no, come here, babe.
5: So good.
0: So it sounds like you do what I do to my wife is what you do.
2: Yeah, pretty much takes oh, care I, of the motors cut out
5: you don't hear oh her. we lost
2: you again you muted me again jade, jade. okay sorry i thought
3: oh, you
5: were on
0: his no um you know you get a wild hair up your butt and you're like hey let's try this this year that's what, we do. <laughs> that's what
5: yeah I do. that that's what so that's what paramotoring was and, and i didn't say this we didn't say it on the show but i'd never even seen one fly before before i had my first flight Really? Yeah, I had uh, I was a pilot already and skydiver, you know, for a lot of years. And I said, well, you know, this is what I've seen it on YouTube. And <laughs> so my first flight that she talked about was actually the first I'd ever even seen anybody fly one. So, and
2: it was in our backyard. At a-
5: yeah, but it was on, uh, and it was I was like, no big deal, but you know, awesome. would not recommend
3: that to anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not the best. No, actually, the first time I saw a paramotor uh, flying was my our neighbor uh, was down <clears throat> in the Outer Banks of North Carolina, and he was videoing this poor paramotor guy that couldn't get, oh. couldn't launch.
5: Actually, I thought it was <laughs> Gulf yeah, that, that, maybe, yeah, it was yeah, maybe it
0: was Gulf Shores.
5: I saw I saw a guy do the same thing. He showed up at her drop zone. Um, the the guy that used to train uh, you know uh paramotors around here um, uh, but he showed up to show off his equipment and this new concept and this would have been in the late 90s
3: and uh,
5: lifted up his feet too early and uh, settled back down and shattered his prop in front of us. Oh jeez. So I never got to see him fly, but we thought it was kind of funny. In the video, actually, you could see fragments. Because I had it on video, I had fragments of prop flying by my face. You can see them in the camera. So we thought it was interesting, but that was, yeah, never never saw it before that day. So now how safe (laughs) really is
0: jumping out of a plane?
5: How safe? Oh, yeah. I mean, the statistics are crazy yeah it's uh i think there's our average of 20 20 deaths a year um last year it goes down every year per per
2: 1.1
5: no it's per 4 million
0: 4
2: million jumps the uspa has stats on it
0: yeah can we pay after we land (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) you can buy your t-shirt you pay more to buy your t-shirt
0: yeah okay (laughs) Yeah.
5: yeah yeah
2: Well, we, we volunteer you to go first, go together. People go as, you know, couples all the time, wedding anniversary, you know, so many good options. How did, how
5: did you guys get into paramotoring and PPG stuff? The
1: neighbor sent Eric a video and that's how we got into it. And I thought (laughs) I was going to sit in the chair and take pictures and video.
5: So did you guys buy um, one machine and then try to make it work for both of you or two different wings kind of thing or?
0: No, I don't share well. So um, (laughs) we kind of just went and we jumped into it together. You know, she got her stuff. I got my stuff. Um, Our, um, my, when I was doing my last few flights, I ended up pulling a groin muscle and it hurts so damn bad, but I finished my 25 flights And that afternoon we were ordering Jade's trike. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to order a trike right away because I don't want to be at a point where I can't fly. So I actually do both. I'll do foot launch and I'll do trike. I love foot launch, but when I want to be lazy, I really (laughs) like the trike.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And and it was funny because we started quad and then I went to foot launch to trike back to foot launch again because I had some back issues and that sort of thing. Uh, and, um, and, and then, so yeah, I can see it. I had, I I had, it was, there's something different about a touch and go on a quad or a trike, um, reminded me more of an airplane.
0: Yes. Yep.
5: You know, it's just something fun about doing a touch and go and then, you know, and, and you don't have to run, <laughs> you know, oh. you know, so it felt like flying an airplane, but, you know, that's, that's, what's kind of funny is we we're talking about, like my sh- flights are short, but I fly, we have two fixed wings. We have a Cessna 182 and a, and an uh, RV six that's experimental. And so I'm always flying those around. And so sometimes I get in the air and I'm like, okay, I've done this already a couple times this week. So, <laughs>
3: right.
5: you know, I don't get as much of a, a rush out of it. As uh, you know, and plus of that many years. I don't know how long have you guys, never found out before. How long have you guys been paramotoring for?
0: A little over a year.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah.
4: Um, it's your hi, uh,
5: different world.
4: Hi, everybody. Walter here um, from Australia. Uh, yeah.
3: from, from Australia. Australia. Australia hey. Yeah. How are
4: you? How are you? G'day. Good eye. Um, Good
3: morning, Walter.
4: Good morning. Yes, it is. Well, yeah, 10, 10.56 here in Australia, the day, the next day. Um, yeah, what day is it? Thursday. <laughs> For you,
1: it's Thursday. It's I can't,
4: think. Yeah, I can't think. Yeah, can't think. Jenny, you said you've done over 500 jumps and your husband's, what, 1,200 or over 1,000? Yeah, I don't keep track anymore, really. Um, No, uh, how long has it taken you to do that many jumps? Um, We get about 50 a year.
2: But we Um. have friends who do 300, 400 a year. It depends on, we have people, we have friends who skydiving is their favorite sport, their only sport, and they'll travel and they'll do hundreds a year. Um, Because we have the several different sports we like, we average, you know, 50, 80 a year. So not nearly as many.
4: Okay, so you've been in it nearly 10 years then, uh, yep. Jennifer? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I, I, I'm just curious. It sounds like a, a big number, you know, 500 hours in an aircraft, let alone 500 jumps. Yeah. Uh, sounds like well, a long time. Yeah, we know a
5: guy, Miles, uh, that we jump with. He's He <clears throat> was a math professor up in Minneapolis, but... Um, he managed to hit close to, I think he's at 20,000 jumps now. Wow. And
2: he's only 60, 60 something years old. He's still, you know.
5: Yeah. So he's been doing it for a lot of years, but he makes a lot in the weekend. So
2: yeah.
5: yeah 20,000 Mark that that's when we jump with some of these guys that are in the you know, ten to 15, dollars, twenty thousand jobs.
2: But I'm glad to impress you at five hundred.
5: I'll <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: take
2: it. <laughs> yeah, no,
4: I'll A, take it. All, all accolades to you. I, I think it's amazing, personally, and uh, you know, someone of your stature to do what you do. I suppose it makes you feel tall.
2: It does. I, <laughs> it makes you feel you you feel more empowered. The scarier things you do, regardless of.
4: yeah
5: yeah Yeah. it's always been fun because she's always been the one to trust me i think was a lot of it you know i said hey you should try this and she's like
3: "Mm." (laughs) and then i just say you know i
5: won't ask you to do anything you know whatever and we talk about it and then she does it and then she is hooked so i think i
4: think think on your behalf it's a big um what's the word it's a big jump to get your wife or your, you know, whatever, to to commit to what you're doing, which is mm. in in our para family, uh, it's great to see husbands and wife doing it. You know, it it's got a it's got to help the marriage and the bond between two people. Seriously, or hurt it. Or heard <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> It strengthens or weakens.
5: No, but I mean, I think a lot of it was I'd done so much in life by the time I was 30. um, And then had kids and most of it, I was honestly, I was bored of skydiving, uh, flying airplanes. I wasn't doing it so much. You just get off the ground. You just whatever. Most of it, I was bored, but it gave me a reason to do something. It was fun to see. I, I like more teaching and to see her get experience more than yeah. me I go out to the field and sometimes I don't tell her but she'll find out later that I wasn't in the mood to fly that day it was fun to go out there and watch her fly and I'll get off the ground and land and I'm like okay no big deal but it was a lot of fun to see her take out <laughs> land and
6: stuff so 12 minutes later sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> God,
3: what's up Walter <laughs>
1: no I am
4: yeah, I yeah, not not for
3: so
1: i would like to introduce you guys um jen and chris to a couple of the other guys i don't know josh or hot buttered steve yet but um
5: josh is the guy did... that we that i started to fly with um uh we found out through i think it was his cousin or something saw me flying and said hey uh my cousin does this And I, and then I met Josh and we were one of, we were the only two or I think there's four of us around doing it. I pretty much showed up in his backyard. (laughs)
3: Yeah. One of the
5: first crazy experiences that people don't appreciate was thinking about this the other day we said hey we're gonna i'm gonna go fly and he's like i'm gonna go fly but i'm leaving here i'm like oh okay maybe whatever we'll land somewhere and whatever and i get up and we're flying around and all of a sudden i look over and he's right next to me and I'm like, <laughs> i bought shit myself we were right over my lab blows remember that yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, around, I'm like holy crap there's another person in the freaking air what the another up? one of me <laughs> there's another one of these Oh shit and I'm, we're flying around i'm like i landed and that was one of the coolest moments of of all. Yep. So all these other guys have no idea how, I, I don't know, I think it was just the time.
6: Um, yeah, when back then it was just, you know, you, me, and, you know, JD is JD, but the other guys were not permanent fixtures of our community. Mm-mm. Right, it was us, yeah. And, like, every time you come to the field, you're like, holy crap, there's another person I don't know, enough- like Steve <laughs> over here. Yeah, like Stocker <laughs> Steve over here.
3: I yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Not laughs> buttered Steve. But nice Chris to meet you. just Steve. around you with my motor.
3: <laughs>
6: hey, this is actually one of the people that was like, "Yeah, we need uh, another instructor." So I think you should do it. And he's like, "I don't want to do it." And I was like, okay, we "Need well, an instructor? Like, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the instigator. I'm always right. gives
5: people bad ideas."
6: No, it was, it was a great idea. Cause it's, it's changed for the better, for sure.
5: Yeah. yeah. He, he was the natural and, and, uh, um, definitely was, uh, I think that that's what, that, that's the, the problem that I saw with paramotor was education and lack yeah. of resources. So mm-hmm. back then I had to order stuff. Nobody had anything in stock. There was Blackhawk paramotors and I didn't really care for those guys. And I went to Oshkosh, I think the second or third year I did it and there was only Blackhawk there and you couldn't get anything else. Everything else was, there was some Fresh Breeze guy, but there was like one. So there's probably five dealers around the United States, really. Well, and I've, been, I've been playing Nirvana for Nirvana. That years. Yeah, Nirvana. I love that. But that was when I looked at the price. I'm like, well,
3: no. no. Yeah, no. You know? <laughs> and
5: so, you know, there really wasn't, that was it though. And, and so... I always thought, gosh, this would really grow if we had um, instructors. We had resources. Because I, tra- I couldn't travel, to, I couldn't travel to, to train. Right. Yeah. And most people can't leave oh. for weeks and, mm-hmm. and, and, and do that sort of thing. And so, you know, now, of course, this is what happens Josh becomes an instructor. And now instead of five guys, we have 20, 20 something. I mean, there's
6: 20 something on our group, and then we still have, you know, random stragglers come in.
5: And it's, it's yeah, awesome. every now and then I hear somebody that's flying around out here that nobody knows who it, who's it is. So. Is this
2: your house, Josh?
5: Yeah, notice the uh,
6: wings. I noticed some wings. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> bad. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> I got the pylon the <laughs> and then the pictures, and then uh, hey, which way did it go? Yeah. <laughs> and then. Yeah, there's just wings laying out.
1: Gosh, have it, you been on um, Robert Michael's show or David Wolf's? Your yeah. background yeah. looks familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a that Christmas I'm tree. saying your house looks familiar that I've been here. My Christmas tree's right there. I still have carpet
0: down there.
4: There's a lot of women
0: that have
2: seen that room. No, there's not many.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's You've two got of your them. Christmas tree still up?
6: Well, my daughter wants to decorate it for every holiday. So she, and it's black. So we'd
1: like to introduce hey. you to Will Fly. Yeah, Will, I didn't know you had
0: family. Bye. Bye.
3: Show Christmas your Christmas tree, tree Will.
6: Yeah. yeah. So she's like, no, we can't take it down. We, we're going to decorate it for every holiday. And I'm like, that's fine, but just do it or I'm going to get rid of it.
1: Okay. Oh, gosh. Hot butter. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> got it
6: too? I I thought it was just laziness, but hey, going to show his laziness. now too. We oh. give him
1: crap about. I'm lazy.
2: <laughs> Where's Will flies?
6: Nice.
1: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Me
5: out of the eight people or whatever <laughs> in this, guy. we have four that have their Christmas trees up. <laughs> well, one third I at am least. Getting
2: our tree up.
5: No. You know, yeah, I, don't, I don't. I feel
2: behind already. This is an
5: odd odd discussion in, in uh, September. But we're just early. That's all. Getting ready.
2: Early. Or late.
5: <laughs> now we're early. It's past the halfway mark. It is. Okay, so now it's early. <laughs>
2: we're late, babe.
5: <laughs> you guys ever do skydive boogies? Yeah, oh, yeah, we've done quite a few. A were you
0: guys around during the Quincy years?
5: Yep, I did. I was there. I'm going to grab a plane. I've done, uh, I, d- I got to do a helicopter jump out of Quincy, and that was a uh, ridiculousness. Oh, Quincy was the best. Oh, there was – there was a lot of shenanigans going on there.
3: It was. Usually it's there a fatality,
5: the fatality almost every year. It, seems it was
3: almost like, – oops. Hook, what that. Hook Yeah, turned. we got it.
5: Yeah, unfortunately we uh, showed up right after a guy took a divot, and I don't think he survived that.
0: Yeah. Uh,
3: another year my friend was a divot. In it.
5: It's gruesome. Uh, he did a low hook turn trying to swoop in. Uh, and I mean, it, back then, even even then, they would still hit 50 some miles an hour on a turn. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you could see the the dents in the ground where he hit. And he was already. Yeah, there.
0: been but, there. You ever yeah, did the jet, jet there? What's or that? When Did you jump the jet when they brought the jet in? I never did the,
5: 7, the 727 or whatever. No, I never jumped no. the jet. No, I think it was cost. I was in my 20s. Yeah, it was. It was very
0: expensive to jump all. but you get to jump on all sorts of cool aircraft there, though.
5: Yeah, there there's a lot of people that want to bring that back, but I don't think people realize what uh, insanity was now until you go back to Quincy. Yeah. And I look at what it was like. It was... Was an uh, overload of. How many and, times I mean, we
3: that? So so you that? A couple.
5: Question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other, and there, there are things that you shouldn't do and things that you know have been done and probably are still happening. But the other night, I'm pretty sure that I heard a parachute open. So, are there, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Premature? Opening? No, this was a jump at night. Oh yeah, we do skydives at night are legal. Oh
0: yeah, night yes, jumps. So they start. are. Oh, yeah, yeah,
5: we do them all the time. Well, we're having another event. Uh, is that next weekend, babe? This
3: two days. Oh, it's in a couple
5: days. We won't be here, but they're doing night jumps. Are there uh, night? I've done, I've done night crew jump. before. Oh. Night parachute stacks. I've done. That's cool. Formation flights. Uh, jumps That's at pretty. night, and you, the the requirement is you have to have a strobe. You know, you have to comply with, you have to have a strobe. And then uh, normally you want a flashlight because if you need to look up to make sure that you don't have a malfunction, you can see your main canopy and, yeah. a,
3: whistle.
5: and a whistle. So that if you think you're, you're going around, you're near other people, you can whistle to show, to, you know, but normally we do it with full moon, you know, um, a full yeah. moon night and it's beautiful. It's, it's a crazy cool feeling, but it's legal. Yeah.
3: Is so there there any
0: round, ground lighting required. Yeah, no? you gotta have you gotta have a ground fixation. Don't you have to have like a landing no. on that's lit up?
3: You don't have that's to legally we had to
0: have a ground lit up for when we jumped.
5: Yeah, no, when we, we jump, we had well, she was saying before we put out Christmas lights, that's for the runway. <laughs> yeah, so we would land don't have I,
3: fixation with I,
5: the I just land, I just land in the dark. I mean, by the time you get down there and start getting close, you can usually see it. Full moon landings or full moon
6: flights are amazing though. Not not paramotor flights because I've never done one of those, but uh yeah, that moon lights up the ground like crazy.
5: Yeah, we've had some we've had some nights where it got cloudy on that and oh a little scary, but right. But yeah, I mean night jumps are a blast.
3: So
1: Josh, you do skydiving also?
5: So I
6: never got past 13. I heard her in the background. Um, I never got past like 12 or 13 jumps. In fact, the last static line jump I did was Jennifer's first static line jump. And that was after Chris and I met. And um, I, it, her face was priceless when she was first out and back to the front of the plane. And they popped that door open and she went to get out and she was like,
2: Ooh. <laughs> and, and they opened the door at 4,000 feet and they told me to play my own.
6: Right? That was so awesome. And I was always on my static clients, I did it like four different times going to get my license. And that was the first time I was uh, last out. So she went out first and I was like, oh. That's what it looks like, <laughs> but yeah. So now she has uh, 500 jumps, and I still have like 12 or 30. <laughs> but I don't consider mine jumps; I call them let goes. <laughs> kind of how it
0: starts? Like yes, guess...
2: Hey, Jay, do you notice what Josh is drinking there? Is it like apple. the apple
1: beer? It's Girl. Gross. Girl
5: oh, beer. gross. Dude, I yeah.
3: Got, yeah.
1: I have my husband drinks the apple cider, cider stuff too. So too
0: sweet. Yeah.
2: Hey, Jennifer, oh. I make wine. What kind of wine? Um well, bring, grape, bring some with when you come to jump grape? and fly with us in Nebraska.
3: Great
1: wine. I'll
2: have grape one on each hand.
3: Oh, no, that, <laughs> that's, that's not
0: what Eric said, the kind of wine she makes. <laughs> <laughs> some
1: wine when smoking. it's too windy. <laughs> 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 Go ahead, Tony. What did he say? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just between me and Eric.
1: Oh, okay.
6: Is anybody here going
1: it's really windy It's too cold.
6: Anybody here anybody the endless foot drag?
1: We were planning on it, but after doing Ohio,
6: uh-huh. it's
1: just too long of a drive for us. I,
6: I was gonna be in Ohio, but we had a, an event at Millard Airport. Um, hey, there's a carrot. Oh,
0: there's, <laughs> <carrots. I laughs> the there's a carrot. I want the factory ketchup. I'm gonna go get the factory the ranch? Where's the, get
4: the ranch? ranch? You must a have ranch. good doing
2: all Wine and ranch. Place. Wine and, wine and carrots. No it's ranch. the new
6: ketchup. I mean, everybody used to put ketchup on things and now it's ranch. So that's <laughs> like, you got to put ranch on everything. But so after Ohio, it was a no go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, well, one, because um, I can't leave until um, four o'clock from work on Friday and, oh. and Ohio, we had at least Monday off where we got stuck Monday morning in the mud Okay. So we at least had that day to drive and we won't have Monday off with the holiday um, yeah. this round.
6: So far the weather's not looking super awesome through Wednesday, but right. Yeah. we go down Sunday afternoon and see how it works or see how the, if the runway has uh, cars on it, then we just roll in towards dark.
1: Were you at bad apples? No, that's
6: another one I missed because. another. That was function.
1: our first one that we went to. Yeah.
6: Oh, when, um, Dude broke his hip,
1: uh, Nick. Yeah,
6: Nick. Yes, yeah. I met him for the first time, him and um, Melissa Melissa at Salton Sea this year. Oh, yeah. How do yeah. you break
1: his hip landing
6: stall ish,
1: flying in the stall on takeoff? day
2: Oh, yeah. and turbulence, yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: Jennifer, is your I... husband an AFF instructor? Is he a what? We Does
2: don't have, have AFF, AFF instructor? up here. That we have so we do have an AFF now actually. That oh, do we? Ago. Yep, no, Chris and I are both static line. We do have uh, uh, two AFF instructors, they just started the program this last year or so.
6: Oh, now I will probably come out and do now.
2: That. Yeah, yeah, yep. I will do it. Sure.
6: I got like okay. 90 minutes. Okay. Are tone. you
2: recording that? He just said he's going to do it for sure. Do, do we got that recorded?
4: If you've got AFF, I'll do it.
2: Yeah, we got two AFF instructors right now.
4: Okay, and hey, we're recording.
6: Yeah, no, I, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm having so much fun after the canopy open. I'm gonna go back to the field and fly a paramotor.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, that I mean that's what's hard. The paramotoring, it's the last two hours of the day, so yeah, you can skydive during the day with higher winds. If
3: we, we had
0: both worlds,
6: if we had yeah. a drop zone at the Bootleggers Cherries, is that oh,
3: that's pick? perfect. Wait, that's hold
6: on, you're perfect. in Ohio. Wait, no, Jade, you're in Ohio.
1: We're in Wisconsin.
6: Here in Wisconsin,
1: this is from Moonshiners. Uh, in
6: there, babe. yes, so you know Nick Fazekas? Yep, that dude has some, I'm sure it's rubbing alcohol, but his moonshine that he brings around <laughs> I, it makes people eh. not remember things.
3: <laughs> yeah, What's his name, stuff.
6: Nick Fazekas. He's on uh Robert Michael's show. Um, him and Sean, Nick, you know, oh okay yeah he's like in new york city when they open the trench coats and they've got all the watches he's just got like different types of moonshine
3: <laughs> I think he's out of it
6: and my buddy Corey was drink at uh flying circus this year he was drinking moonshine with him and he didn't remember the last four hours of his uh consciousness he's oh, like no
3: you were
6: drinking uh i think it was acetone i think it really was <laughs>
2: You can use it to, like, you know, take off, you know. Yes, you nail polish, and...
6: paint, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. You... did you ask me the other day? We're out flying a couple of months ago, Josh. You're like, do you have nail polish remover here?
6: Because my child needed to take off her, nine my nine-year-old wanted to take off her fake nails.
2: Like, do I look like I have nail polish remover? well the... oh, was she there? I don't know. You just came up and asked if I had nail polish remover some random day. <laughs>
6: Maybe I was trying to get stickers off of something.
2: (laughs) That I think is more like it.
6: Maybe I want to stick it in my eyes. I'm not sure.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna have to sign off in a minute here because I gotta go pack a suitcase because I have to catch an airplane in the morning. Where did you say you're going again? New Orleans. Oh yeah.
4: It's a good time to go. Uh, Hey Jennifer. Right? Jennifer, have you got (laughs) 2020 vision, eating all those carrots?
2: I love all these carrots. Do you want to? Here's a true statement. I just had to get prescription readers this week. They just came in the mail. Makes me feel old as shit. Old as <laughs> <laughs> 47 and a half. I got prescription readers this week. Uh, honey, you're young. You're a baby. They're darling. They're darling. Chris says I look like a hot librarian. So I'm gonna go with that.
6: Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Steve's girlfriend's a librarian. Hot
2: buttered Steve?
6: Yeah, the only bad thing is uh, she shushes me when I moan.
4: (laughs) Jeez. Jeez, What to you? Nothing. (laughs) I didn't say anything.
1: (laughs) How do I look? The hot librarian. You look like a hot sexy 40-ish librarian.
2: I mean, 29-ish. Hot yeah, for I got I'm going for hot. Book. What are you gonna do? Going for hot for teachers, but I'm going for. for, I'm going for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. I gotta go pack a suitcase. Yes, Peace. enjoy your vacations.
6: We'll serve you so we'll we'll so we'll the foot drag.
2: Yep. yeah yeah Doctor Steve much, says guys.
6: hi.
0: Yeah.
4: Thanks for coming Thank on the you. show. Chris, was gonna <laughs> say Peace it's long like having you no around. I want to go to Australia. Now we got to go to
2: Australia.
4: That. Yeah, Oh, don't be too
2: Walter. <laughs> All right, uh,
3: thanks
4: guys. Hi guys. Nice meeting All you right. both, Craig. You too. Be safe. Hey, uh, Angela and Tony, what happened last night? You cut us off.
3: I know my phone died. <laughs> hey,
4: your phone. Ah, my
3: phone died.
1: Oh. My phone okay. Died.
4: I thought Tony Tony touched the wrong button or something, you know? I'm always touching the wrong button, Walter. (laughs) No, that's pushing the wrong buttons. That too.
3: Wait now, I'm stopping the recording now.